Before you make a Roth conversion, check and see if you are making one of these 10 common mistakes. Hi, this is Alex Lynch, and I help freelancers earning six figures or more optimize their finances, all in the amount of time it takes to enjoy a cup of coffee. For additional resources on this subject and others important to freelancers, please check out our website, freelancefinancefix.com. While I love Roth conversions and getting more money inside of a tax-free growth account is great for my clients, I see info on benefits of Roth conversions all over the place, but I don't see a ton of information on who may need to think twice before doing a Roth conversion. And I have seen firsthand some major mistakes on Roth conversions. So here are 10 situations where you may want to think twice before executing a Roth conversion. The first common mistake I see is when individuals do not consider how the additional taxable income from a Roth conversion will impact any income-based benefits they are currently receiving or are set to receive in the future. For example, if you get your health care through an exchange, this could adversely impact both your eligibility and the cost you pay for health insurance. I also pay special attention to Roth conversions for those who are close to Medicare age, as your Part B premiums can massively increase based on how much income you make. There are also a few types of loans that could be adversely impact based on how much income you're making. The second mistake I frequently see with Roth conversions is when individuals do not have a plan to pay the taxable bill. The tax is owed in the year you do the Roth conversion. Oftentimes, individuals get really excited about the benefits of doing a Roth conversion and then come tax time have forgotten about the bill that is associated with it and they have to make a massive check that they weren't planning on. This is why oftentimes when I do Roth conversions with clients, I like to personally go on the IRS's website and help them make an estimated tax payment so that we know when tax filing season comes around for them, they are all squared away. The third major mistake I see people with making Roth conversions is when their primary goal for their nest egg is to give it to charity. After age 70 and a half, there are some pre-tax strategies from IRAs that can be done from a traditional IRA that the client may then miss out on. If charity is your primary goal, making a Roth conversion could be a mistake for you. The fourth major mistake I see with Roth conversions is when they are reported incorrectly or not at all on tax returns. While I consistently advocate for freelancers and solopreneurs who are earning over six figures to have a great professional, both tax and financial team around them, Not everybody has that. And oftentimes a mistake with Roth conversions or contributions is not noticed until many years later. 
when then subsequently doing a distribution from the account, then many, many years later, it takes a whole lot of extra legwork to reverse and figure out what originally happened and where the mistake was. This is again why I consistently emphasize to clients to keep your 1099s and 5498 forms accessible in the future. Those are the two forms that a custodian will likely send to you based on your activities in a traditional Roth IRA annually. The fifth major mistake I see with individuals and Roth conversions is when as entrepreneurs and freelancers, we may get a little ahead of ourselves. Oftentimes, our short-term emergency fund may have dwindled. We may have used it for other purposes. If you don't have roughly six months of expenses in an easily accessible account for you, a Roth conversion likely isn't your top priority for taking action on your finances. The sixth major mistake I see people making with Roth conversions is when they try to do too much at one time. You don't have to convert your entire account all at once. While sometimes it may make sense to do so, it often does not. Spend a little time figuring out what your tax bracket looks like in this year and years to come and come up with a multi-year plan. Or better yet, delegate it out to one of your team of professionals. While potentially the rules for Roth conversions, just like any tax law, could change at any point in time, I am not currently aware of anything that says you have a limited time window to do Roth conversions, so don't feel like you have to do it all in any one tax year. The seventh major mistake I see individuals making with Roth conversions is when they think they are too old or too young to do one. While the benefits of tax-free compounding are certainly higher for a younger individual as they have more time for their account to double, triple, quadruple in value, it is not a reason just because you are older to not do them. I've got clients who are in their 70s and 80s and we still do Roth conversions for them annually. While the reasons do change, thinking that you missed out on some hypothetical perfect window of time in life when you were supposed to be doing them just doesn't exist. Just because you haven't done them in the past doesn't mean they aren't good for you now. While the reasons change, be forward-looking and see if one makes sense for you now or in the future. The eighth mistake I commonly see with Roth conversions is when you have what is called basis inside of your traditional IRA. This is when there are after-tax dollars inside of the IRA account. And over the years, what commonly happens is it is forgotten that there are after-tax dollars inside of the account and they get mixed with other funds from other accounts and contributions and growth. When you have basis inside of your IRA, it adds another layer of complexity in reporting and without some extra handholding on the paperwork and good tracking of your contributions over the years, you could potentially be paying more in tax if you mess this up. If you have ever had to file a tax form 8606, you need to pay special attention to this and do a little extra homework on how a Roth conversion impacts you. The ninth major mistake I see with Roth conversions is giving no credence to what the stock market has done over the last several years. While I'm not advocating for actively trying to time the market, as more money has been likely lost by individuals perfectly trying to time the market, than could be made by being consistent with a financial and tax strategy. If the market is off its all-time highs when you are evaluating a Roth conversion, a Roth conversion could be especially beneficial to you. As when the market's down, your total tax bill could be lower. And then when the markets do recover, 
obviously something that is not guaranteed, but when they likely will recover, you'll have even more inside of a Roth account and even more tax-free growth that you accumulated. Now, this could be a multi-episode series on evaluating Roth conversions when the market is down. Please just remember that if you are not consistent in evaluating Roth conversions year over year, especially if the market is down that year, to definitely take the extra time and evaluate if a Roth conversion makes sense to do that year. The 10th major mistake I see with Roth conversions is when business owners don't take advantage of down years in their business or years in which they take a little extra free time, a sabbatical, or do something fun and thereby take away some time from work and revenue is down a little bit. If you do find yourself in a year where your taxable income has fallen, likely your marginal tax rate has fallen as well. And whenever your tax rate falls, it really makes a lot of sense to review doing a Roth conversion. I also know entrepreneurs, and when revenue is down, it's usually because you're reinventing yourself, your business, or chasing some other new adventure. And during that time, your time is extremely limited. This is another reason why delegating these tasks to an advisor or tax professional is supremely beneficial. The fix is in. Please don't make any of these common mistakes. While on the surface, Roth conversions can seem really straightforward, and they can be, there are a whole lot of moving parts, and I suggest you talk with a tax or financial advisor before doing a Roth conversion. Action items from this episode. If you don't already have one, make sure on your calendar every year there is a recurring event to evaluate Roth conversions for yourself and your family. And remember to see if any of these red flags in this episode are applicable to you. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Freelance Finance Fix. More information on all things Roth can be found on our website, along with other material that is specifically geared towards freelancers and solopreneurs. Please visit our website, www.freelancefinancefix.com. And again, thank you for joining me on another episode. Before you go, one thing you should know this isn't legal, tax, or investment advice, it's just a show. Cause tax laws are tricky. And investments complex Get professional advice Do more research So you'll never lose We are the freelancers, my friends And we'll work from home Till the end Seriously, this isn't tax, legal, or investing advice.